0: Just realized that my mic was off. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Informed Daily. I am your host, Anthony Cabasa. Today is August 24th, 2023. Year of our Lord, 2023. I know, I know. People are already like, can you guys hear him? No, because I had my mic off, ladies and gentlemen. Apologize about that. You know what? This needs to go up a little bit. Give me one second, guys. I'm going to try to see if I can make this work. Hold on without completely, who, wait one second, uno momento, uno momento. let's see, does that work better? I feel like it works better, okay, <clears throat> we'll get into it, but what's up guys, <clears throat> it has been a minute, well really since last night, let's be very honest, I, I've been here, um, also notice there's a new aesthetic. No big headphones. Not sure how I'm feeling about it. I'll be very honest with you guys. I am doing the AirPod. I hate the AirPods. I did the worst invention known to man. I hate wireless. I hate everything about it. Just trying to look a little bit more professional for you guys. Ooh, Señor Profesional. But what's up, everybody? Good morning to everyone. Happy Thursday. I hope that it is already off to a good start. I hope you didn't run over anyone on your rage road to work what's up all my fellow east coasters um also uh yes i'm i'm still sick i apologize i'm gonna sound very nasally i especially apologize although it's out of my control uh so i don't know, know why we apologize but i think it's just like a human habit thing right we just apologize for things that are out of our control i'm gonna sound nasally because i am sick I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know where I caught the new Rona variant. All I know is that we need to shut down the country immediately. We need to get everyone five times more boosted and we need three masks at the very minimum. This variant has finally hit me. I don't know how, but apparently it is spreading like wildfire. Everyone I know is sick, nasal congestion everywhere. It seems like it's crazy. kind of crazy you know what's so funny is you know how like especially if you're in my telegram gang you know how you guys know that um sometimes i say things that are pretty outlandish like oh i'm the best reporter in the nation or uh tucker carlson can't even get the amount of views that i get on my Mon- monday morning show which right now it's only 46 Well, not only actually that 46 is pretty good just to start off and you guys really miss me thank you guys um <clears throat> Apparently, somebody when I when I did that shtick yesterday on my Instagram, people were not amused by my shtick. And uh somebody messaged me this morning saying that uh, for a man to be for a man that claims to be a son of God, that I sure have an ego to me. And I and he's like, Maybe you should stop saying things like you are better than Tucker Carlson. And it was like, That's very unbecoming of you as a Christian. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, All right, well. Thank you so much, Miss Monica, you know, with uh, pictures of your grandchildren on your profile. I I really appreciate uh, you uh, setting the record straight. You're right. I do not have the same amount of viewers as Tucker Carlson. Uh, But again, you know, sometimes I forget my audience. Sometimes I forget what I can say on my Telegram. Sometimes I forget that I can't say those things on my Instagram. I forget that there are people that have no idea that I have a podcast. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine being my follower and not knowing that I have a podcast? That's crazy to me. It's one thing if you know that I have a podcast and you don't tune in because you're at work or whatever the case might be, you think I suck. That's that's all fine, Danny. But imagine just not knowing I have a podcast. Crazy to me. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. I can say whatever I want. I I agree. Um, but you know, you guys, you guys have a good laugh whenever I see say things like that, you know. Um, which is why I do it, which is why we also do like the cowboy hat Fridays. Do I actually believe I'm a cowboy? No, I don't. I'm not. A, I don't. I don't remember the last time I rode a horse. Right? <clears throat> actually, do you need to ride a horse to be a real cowboy? Hmm. Let's see. here. First, let's look at the definition of cowboy. Cowboy definition. Plus three. A man, typically one on horseback. Oh, typically. Doesn't mean you have to be a man, typically one on horseback, who herds and tends cattle, especially in the Western US and as represented in Westerns and novels. Huh. So not necessarily. You don't have to be, it says typically on horseback. But I also don't herd and tend cattle, so I'm not a cowboy. And I like how it says a man, Uh oh, careful, feminists, you know, <clears throat> a cow, a cowboy is an animal herder who tends cattle on ranches in North America, traditionally on horseback doesn't have to be, and often performs a multitude of other ranch related tasks. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, similar are cattle, man, cow hand, cowherd, cow herd, herder or herdsman. So I guess the, 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 I mean, it makes you cooler if you know how to, you know, do ride on a horse doesn't necessarily make you a cowboy. You have to actually herd and tend to cattle. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, we're going to be talking about, obviously, last night's debate. If you guys were not live yesterday, I'll do a quick recap for you guys. Everyone sucked. Trump won. That's just a quick recap. I told you guys I was going to do a quick recap. Okay, let's shut it down. See you guys tomorrow. Have a good day. <clears throat> no, but uh, uh, we'll look take a look at that. Obviously, uh, we have some polls. We have some CNN clips. We've got some MSNBC uh, clips. I've got my own poll that actually has 12,000 votes on it. Take that large pages over on X. And then we obviously have Donald Trump to surrender today. His mugshot will be taken, and it would finally make the rounds. I think the Internet's going to be breaking today after that mugshot. We're going to see. And then uh, after being told by Texans that we get what we deserve out here in California for allowing this stuff to creep into our schools, and that's what parents deserve, uh, well, here we have Fort Worth, Texas. Pretty red county uh, now struggling with the same thing in their schools. A Texas man, Texas father has been physically removed for reading some of the book uh, quotes that are being taught in elementary schools in Fort Worth, in deep, deep red Fort Worth, Texas. I guess Fort Worth, Texas gets what it deserves. Huh? Interesting. That's what you voted for. This is what you, you Republicans, you deep red Republicans out there voted for. LGBT pornography to be led, to be read to your children. That's what you deserve, I guess. That's what you deserve. You voted for this. You you went to the poll and you checked the box. I want LGBT porn to be read to my children. That's what you did. That's what you did over in Fort Worth, Texas. Deep, deep red. Crazy. All right. Without further ado, let's jump into this first story here. So obviously, we had the eight presidential candidates, uh, the Republican candidates. Larry Elder did not make it onto the stage. Somebody was asking, like, how come Larry Elder wasn't on the stage? He didn't qualify. People are very surprised that Larry Elder didn't make it. Guys, and and I'm just going to say this once. I understand that, uh, you know, it might be controversial. Larry Elder sucks. That's just... As a candidate, everything he's ran for, he sucks. That's just the reality. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, as a Californian that had Larry Elder run for governor of California, lost, ceded to Gavin Newsom within the hour, and never came back. Just saying. I don't know why anyone's surprised that Larry Elder didn't make the debate stage. Bro, he sucks. I don't know what to tell you. Right. This is Associated Press. Vivek Ramaswamy takes center stage plus other key moments from the first Republican debate. That's insane to me. The headline says Vivek Ramaswamy and not Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. And it's like that pretty much everywhere. And of course, now there's like this big conspiracy within the Republican circles that this is all the establishment trying to help out Vivek, trying to make sure that Ron DeSantis does not succeed, that this is a collusion between Democrats and and the establishment right. Somebody was saying that Donald Trump is behind these headlines because he's working with the DNC to make sure that Governor DeSantis does not succeed as a candidate. Bro, I watched the debate yesterday. Ron DeSantis did not perform well. I even had people that are all for Ron DeSantis reach out and say, like, bro, he kind of, he didn't nail it yesterday. There was nothing there. He said all the same things. He didn't stand out among the rest. And look, at the end of the day, here's the reality. Most people are not in tune with politics the way perhaps you and I are. Definitely most people are not in tune with politics. To the amount that I am. Excuse me. How to do a quick cough. Sorry, guys. If if you're an audio only listener, there might be some moments where I have to cut out the mic to ensure that you guys don't hear me h- huffing and puffing out here. Apologize. <clears throat> but um, most people, when they tune into a debate, like, look, a lot of people don't know who Vivek Ramaswamy is. Vivek Ramaswamy is the most Googled person in the United States right now. He has four times the amount of Google searches than the second item. And the second item, it's not even politically related. It's like how to build a treehouse or something like that, right? <clears throat> That's just a reality. And I wouldn't say that, the, that 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 is a sign that Vivek Ramaswamy it one last night I, I wouldn't put a google search to me if anything <clears throat> the fact that people still have to google who vivek ramaswamy is they probably tuned in for the first time ever to these debates they are probably not on twitter they're probably not on social media and they're wanting to know wait a minute who is this guy i've never heard him but i like what he has to say one could make the argument I wasn't Googling Vivek Ramaswamy yesterday. I know who he is. I know what his policies are. I know that when he says that that God is real, he's not talking about the God that we know. He's talking about the Hindu God because he's Hindu. He's not Christian. A lot of people don't know that. I don't have to Google Vivek, right? I'm not like Googling Vivek yesterday as I'm listening to him speak a lot of people are now you could make the argument that since he is the most googled person right now after the debates post debates that maybe people are interested in learning more about him but there's probably also a lot of people that say wait a minute i like who is this guy i want to i want to know more right <clears throat> etc uh and and maybe they did like him out of everybody else and now they're going to google him and they're going to donate to his campaign whatever the case might be so And and look, I'm going to pull up the polls here for you guys. But look, former President Donald Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis have dominated the Republican presidential nomination fight for much of the year. Neither dominated the debate stage Wednesday night. Trump, of course, decided to skip the GOP's opening uh, presidential primary debate, given his overwhelming lead in the polls. Thank you, AP, for reporting correctly. DeSantis showed up, but he was overshadowed for much of the night by political newcomer Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm sorry, man. That, that's how I feel, too. It doesn't matter if you're DeSantis, bro. It doesn't matter. A lot of people are like, oh, cope and seed. Like, uh, you, you need Vivek to to look. I, and I'm just going to make this <clears throat> just so that you know where my head is at. If the choice were between Vivek Ramaswamy and Ron DeSantis, I'm voting Ron DeSantis. A hundred times. Ten times out of ten. A hundred percent is what I meant. Not a hundred times. So, you know, I'm not here, you know, pretending, trying to persuade you. I'm not trying to gaslight you. I like Vivek, but if the choices were Vivek Ramaswamy and Ron DeSantis, I'm voting for Ron DeSantis. That's just the reality. So, you know, let that be what it is. I don't know if that does anything for you. I'm just letting you know where my head is at. So I feel like objectively speaking, this is correct and there was no shortage of aggressive performances from the others on stage either. Former United Nations ambassador, Nikki Haley, former vice president, Mike Pence and former New Jersey governor, Chris Christie were aggressive when given the opportunity. It took more than an hour for moderators to ask about Trump's legal battles. A discussion previewed with a video of the Atlanta jail, where he will surrender on charges Thursday today. The former president scheduled counter-programming with an interview uh aired on x formerly known as twitter while his team suggested that the debate was essentially an audience to see who's best positioned to serve as his running mate here are our takeaways from an action field night not going to go too much into it a lot of you here already joined me last night if you want to see full recaps of it you can go on socials you can you can see what it is you can look up this article yourself and and read it for yourself not going to dive too much into it but um you know, this is, uh, and this is just to kind of give you, like, an example. This is a CNN panel, okay? This is Charlie Kirk who says, Watch all the hands go up for Vivek Ramaswamy when CNN asked their panel who won, who won the debate. Last night wasn't a debate. It was a funeral procession for the old Republican Party. I want to make <clears throat> something clear also. Outside of Vivek, if, like, Put aside, and I'm kind of glad now that that's that Trump wasn't there yesterday. <clears throat> outside of Vivek Ramaswamy and outside of Donald Trump, if you just listen to yesterday's presidential debate, it's essentially 2012 GOP. There's nothing new about any of these candidates. Nikki Haley talking about undying support to Israel and how we need to continue to send foreign money. Every single candidate. Every single candidate kept their hands lowered when they were asked if they if they would vow to uh, stop sending money over to Ukraine, every candidate, including Ron DeSantis, including Ron DeSantis, that they would continue to send money over to Ukraine. Again, foreign policy matters. It's just the same old, same old. This is what a lot of people can appreciate where Ron DeSantis has done at the state level. I'm not even calling the guy any names. I respect what he has done. I have a lot of California friends and, and activists that have since moved to Florida, and they say that they're doing much better and thriving better than, than the, the pandemic lockdown in California. So I'm happy for them. And I'm happy that as governor, apparently he's doing a really good job for a lot of people, You know, depending on who you talk to. <clears throat> but there was nothing special about last night's GOP debate. And, I, and again, I'm just, there was nothing, you know... Uh, populist there was nothing talking about i mean they didn't even talk about the lgbt question they didn't even talk about the trans issues they didn't talk about parents they, there was a lot that they just didn't talk to it was mostly foreign policy uh, t- talking about trump who was the elephant not in the room you know pun intended pun not intended or however you want to see it and then take a look at this this is this is cnn you got to keep that in mind this is cnn and this was right after the debate this was at uh 1202 a.m uh, today this morning check this out here's what i want to ask you about who you thought did the best during this debate basically who do you think won the debate i'm going to do it in alphabetical order to be fair anyone think doug Burgum did the best that's zero anyone think chris christie did the best he certainly got most of the air time a lot of the air time not most of the airtime. how about ron desantis how many of you think ron desantis did the best that's two people how about nikki haley two people Two people raised their hand for Ron DeSantis. One, two, three, four people. Double the amount of people said that Nikki Haley won last night's debate. Governor DeSantis are two people. Now, granted, I understand this isn't the greatest sample size. What is that? 15 people. Granted, I understand. But still, people, Asa Hutchinson, Mike Pence, zero, Vivek Ramaswamy, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Tim Scott. Okay, so this panel here thinks Ramaswamy won the debate. That's CNN. These people are all probably, they probably all have gender pronouns in their bio let's just be real i mean i don't know i, I don't want to you know i'm, I'm not going to sit here and So i want to ask you about i'm sick you give ta- me you know to each their own whatever you want to put pronouns in your bio i don't care also i've seen like people saying if i see you wearing a mask again i'm going to make nothing but fun of you let's just remember guys as christians we're called to be better make fun of people in your head you know like if you want to wear a mask i don't care wear a mask just don't force me to wear a mask that's always been my position right <clears throat> Except my telegram position is a lot more harsher, but that's only for you guys to know. But publicly, over here on the YouTubes, we say things a little bit differently, right? We're a little bit more uh, polished in the way we say things out here on YouTube. But, you know, and and then this is, you know, it's a MAGA revolution. Uh, This is an ad. It says, based in Turning Point USA is doing a great job at creating the youth that will lead the new Republican Party. The party that puts American workers first, not big donors and the establishment. Um, it says here, uh, a good leader can engage in a debate frankly and thoroughly, knowing that at the end, he and the other side must be closer and thus emerge stronger. That's what Vivek Ramaswamy did, and I am proud of him. So a lot of people, and then this is my own poll over here on Twitter. Now, what you guys need to understand is th- this is close to you know 12,000 votes. Um, I kind of threw in Donald Trump in there just kind of like as a the wrench in the mix, right? But obviously, I'm taking the top three more seriously. Post debate poll: Who won tonight's Republican presidential candidate debate? Please vote and retweet for bigger sample size. I have about forty-two thousand impressions on this. I don't even have forty-two thousand followers, Um, and we've got close to twelve thousand votes. I guarantee you, a lot of these people are people that never care to follow me, are not going to be, you know, follow me or whatever. So I'd say this is a pretty good sample size. And remember. This is my second account on Twitter. This is not my first account. My first account used to go by conservative Latino. I had tens of thousands of followers. Now I've had to start over. I started over, and I've since been very milk toast over on Twitter. And even now, with all the free speech stuff, there are some opinions that I have, but I like to kind of keep it neutral on Twitter also, not because I'm afraid of censorship or getting banned. I just... I'll be very honest with you guys, like, especially now that I'm really leaning into the journalism side and not so much a, a Republican activist and 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 you know the way I used to be, I actually find myself at peace not having to fight fight people all day online for my political views to be right over theirs. <clears throat> and to be honest, I actually enjoy having moderates and and good-minded people to just have conversations with. There are people that follow me that are Democrats, and that's okay. And they call some some stuff out, and they have intellectual conversations with me. I can appreciate that. The people that are just there to troll, I don't even pay any attention to them. And, and Twitter has this really good algorithm thing where if people are just trolls, and they're recognized as bots, and they're just there to spew hateful stuff, calling me names – the comments actually don't show up. So there's actually like a section at the bottom. I don't know if this has it. Let me see if I can show it to you guys here. Okay, comments, 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 comments. Okay, it gets to the point in the timeline where it just stops showing comments. It just says like, uh, you know, the rest of these comments are, you know, uh, they're not going to show up because we've picked them up a spot. So good for Twitter. <clears throat> so, I mean, look at this. Vivek with with almost twelve thousand votes, eleven thousand eight hundred and fifty nine votes. I put it for forty eight hours. I you know I want to give people the opportunity to log in today. If you guys want to go over there and vote, make sure you do that. Um, and it says please vote. You know, and, and this is Vivek Ramaswamy at almost forty two percent. Man, that's actually insane to me. Then you got Governor DeSantis at six percent, Vice President Pence, uh, Mike Pence at one point six percent. I really didn't I was going to put all the presidential candidates, but I was like, eh, let's just go with the top three and maybe sure I was a little biased and who I thought the top three were just from what I watch. So maybe I should have put all the candidates on there, but there have been some people that actually comment uh, who they thought outside of these four did the best. So I have like one guy here uh, that said like none of the above one Christie won it. And then I just laughed at him, you know. <clears throat> And then somebody said, how can you take care of the country if you can't even take care of his weight? I mean, I don't know. We're kind of entering that stage where we're going to expect a lot higher standards out of millennials and uh, Gen Z candidates, you know. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, this is this is pretty big. And actually, I also put a similar. I put a similar poll over my Instagram. I'm going to look that up for you guys here and over on my Instagram. How many votes do we have? We have. Close to 3,000 votes almost. Yeah, close to 3,000 votes. Vivek Ramaswamy at 55. It's the same same poll. All I did was grab that caption, put it on my Instagram over on Meta, which people on Facebook and my Instagram can follow. That is my largest following out there. I've got Vivek Ramaswamy at 55%. So it's even higher than this. I got Governor DeSantis at 4%. Vice President Mike Pence at 1% and Donald J. Trump at 40%, which, again, I just added Trump just to, you know, throw the the tool in there. One second, guys, here. So, I mean, it's not just, you know, and again, you know, people always say like, oh, but you have like a large like Trump. I, I don't maybe on my instagram because i did change my name handle from the conservative latino who i voiced to you guys my opinion that i'm more pro trump than i am anything at this point in time that's still my guy at this at this point in time and actually after what i saw yesterday call me what you want i'm okay with this you know whatever i listening outside of vivek ramaswamy and outside of donald trump listening to the rest of the gop panel and their talking points, and and their undying loyalty to Israel and foreign countries and Ukraine and blah blah blah, and 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 then when they were asked about why would you send money to Ukraine, they're like, oh well, we need to fight the wars over there. Like we we need to send the money so that the wars don't come to our shores. I'm like, bro, this is like straight up bush crap. Like I don't I don't care for this. Like send money overseas so that the fight never comes to us, bro. I pr- Ukraine, you want to get frisky, bro? You want to get frisky, Ukraine? Oh, we need to send you money so that the war doesn't come to us. What are you going to do? Invade us? Bro, I wish you would, bro. I wish you would. What are you going to do? You're going to come to our shores because, because what? Because we didn't send you 10 billion a week? Bro, I wish you would, bro. We waiting. We waiting, bro. nice try it's just not going to work but uh, what i was getting to was if this is what the gop is going to go back to post donald trump bro i'm just going to re-register independent and and like let the let the best candidate win bro you know what i'm saying more than nine times out of ten i'd say i'd probably be voting republican anyway but If, if it's going to be Ronna McDaniel, Speaker McCarthy, Lindsey Graham, the Mitch McConnells, and then the GOP talking about why it's important to send billions to foreign countries. Nah, bro. No, I. You know what I'd rather do? I'd rather I'd rather help local offices flip. I'd rather find one good parent. I don't care if they're Democrat, Independent, Republican. I'd rather find one good parent to flip a school board seat, so that so that our school system is getting better each 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 two years, every voting season. At that point, I just don't even care, bro. You know, and and that's a. And by the way, that sentiment. I think rings with a lot of people. I know a lot of people that are saying like, bro, past Donald Trump. It's either I'm not going to care about politics again, because look, <clears throat> here's the thing. I was talking to somebody yesterday, a, a good friend of mine over at a specific party. I'm not going to say what party, blah, blah, blah. And I was telling my friend, you know, uh, that I, I asked him, who do you think won last night? And this person told me Vivek Ramaswamy. So then I said, yeah, I, I think he did really, really good. And then uh, the person said, you know, <clears throat> I saw that you put up a poll. People are really voting for Trump, even though he didn't debate. And and the person said, you know, who are you voting for? And I'm like, dude, at this point, I'm still Trump or bust. I, I'm still 100% in for Trump. And it's not, you know, no conspiracy. It's not that I see him as like this idol, none of that. It's just he's still my guy. I like his policies. Yes, he made a lot of mistakes. What person doesn't? Am I going to just trust, you know, these neocons? Absolutely not. <clears throat> Money over to Ukraine, absolutely not. I like Trump's foreign policy. And and that's my right as an American, as a political commentator, as a journalist, whatever, right? I am independent, but I am also entitled to my own opinions. They might be wrong in your view. You might be listening right now. You might be watching, you're like, Anthony, you're absolutely wrong. It's absolutely time to go past Trump and that's okay. He's too divisive, He he's too raw, he's nasty. That's okay with me, I, I, I get it. I, I know all this. <clears throat> I think that some people think that, and I'm not saying this in a condescending way. Please, I, I in a condescending way. I truly don't know many people more politically involved than myself, both at the grassroots level and on the main stage level. Meaning, like political parties going to, the, I'm literally going to a Matt Gates event tonight with the Republican Party, right tonight. And if you guys are going, I'll see you guys there. I don't know people that do both very well. I don't know people registering voters and tuning in to debate nights to host it on YouTube. It's usually either or. People are either political commentators and doing the YouTube stuff, and that's all they do 100%. And then you got people like Scott Presser who don't do podcasts, who don't do all this stuff, and they're out there on the ground. I do a little bit of both. I do both. And I'm telling you, and again, it's not like a self-glorifying thing. It's it's not that I'm trying to stop. I don't know many people like that. Not Don Bongino, not Charlie Kirk, not nobody. These people, and hey, God uses people for, for different methods, right? <clears throat> but people tell me, you really want this guy to win again. And I'm like, my friend, let me tell you something. I never cared for politics. Never. I never cared for it. I should have, and I will always tell people, get politically engaged. Until I can be appointed king of America, we're still going to have a voting system, and we need to go out there and vote, especially at the hyper-local level, right? We need to create change at the local levels, change your school board, change your city council members, your board of supervisors, whatever the case might be. I never cared for politics because it was always dry. There was nothing fun about it. There was no one that really said things that appealed to me. And when Donald Trump came in, the guy was a wrecking ball to the wall that was politics. He completely smashed it. He created that enthusiasm. He gave the political, uh, like the political atmosphere, life. Like that's just the reality. Whether you like him or hate him, whether you're CNN or Fox News, you love the guy because every single time this guy was on the news, he was going viral. And guess what? Hello. I do news. Hello. There's a reason why 200 people tuned in to listen to Tucker and and Donald Trump have an interview, 210 people, and there's a reason why it fell down to 98 people when I tuned into the GOP debate. I'm just saying. And the reality is a lot of you have messaged me and said the same after 2024. I'm probably re-registering as independent and focusing more on the hyper-local races. How can I get involved to flip school boards? How can I get involved to change the the board of supervisors? How can I change my mayor? Because we're realizing more and more, and especially because I keep hammering it into your guys' mind, that local politics matters a lot, a lot more, and it will have an impact on your day-to-day life than Donald Trump being president, Or Joe Biden being president—that's just the reality. Florida is thriving, Texas thriving outside of the border crisis. You know, look at red states, man—they're—they're passing laws, they're protecting children, whatever, and they can do this. Why? Because we have a conservative Supreme Court, for the most part, ruling in our favor, defending our rights at, at the state level to be able to do these things. If you don't like it, you can move away, and if you do like it, then you can stay there, and you know is what it is give me one second um also i forgot to read this one uh clh thank you so much for the five dollars lots of people saying he is the elections yang but for the gop i i assume you're talking about vivek ramaswamy i kind of agree i do believe that he is the yang of the gop there's still a lot of things and and i'll be honest there are some assessments of him kind of saying that you know he says whatever needs to be said, which I do agree with that assessment myself. I, I do feel like Vivek is not 100% like integral, meaning that, like, I don't know if he truly buys or believes everything he says. There are some side by sides of him kind of six months ago on one policy, and then now all of a sudden he's changed, which, hey, you know what? There might be. <clears throat> And to me, that's a little bit more honest than people that just are hardlined and pressed about one thing. Uh, You know, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy was saying that we we need to stop sending aid to Israel yesterday. He was hard pressed on that by Nikki Haley. And then he did a 180 saying like, oh, no, 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 like that's not what I meant. And this isn't that. So there's a little bit of flip flopping uh, from Vivek. But I kind of expect that more of unpolished people that maybe you know what, maybe you learned. Maybe when you said it right, not specifically about the about the Israel stuff, <clears throat> but maybe there was something that you said, and you saw that it didn't appeal to voters. So then you change your stance. But then also, you know, and 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 I think that that that's okay when it's like talking about foreign aid or whatever the case might be. But if you're changing, like, let's say, for, and I think this is where it's, like, not a good thing. If Vivek Ramaswamy six months ago said that he supports abortion up until birth, which I don't think that's his his stance, and now all of a sudden he's like, I am 100% pro-life, I, you're going to have to do some serious explaining. How was it that six months ago or a year ago you were all for abortion up to birth? And I'm not saying he is. I'm just stating a scenario. And then all of a sudden you're not. I want to know what was your thought process. Why did you change And are you just flip-flopping for the sake of flip-flopping? So those are are some serious concerns, and I understand it. And and if you go to Twitter, there are some side-by-sides of what Vivek Ramaswamy said last night on the debate stage and things that he said just two months ago, three months ago, and you'll see that they're 180. So I don't fully – I'm not fully, like, on the Vivek. But, again, that doesn't mean that I cannot acknowledge – that he dominated in the debate stage yesterday. And you know what's interesting to me, and I actually posted about this earlier. Uh, let me see here. I posted this on my my Twitters. And this is what it said. Um, wait a minute. Where did it go? I essentially said, <clears throat> oh, here it is. So I posted I see a lot of the DeSantis people, folk uh, attacking Vivek Ramaswamy as inexperienced, too young, and a chat GPT candidate and so on. Essentially, a lot of people said, what is a chat GPT candidate? Essentially, they're saying that he has automated responses to when he is asked things on his policy, et cetera, <clears throat> And so... um, Uh, It says, but then what does it mean that he beat the rest of the candidates on yesterday's debate stage? Trump's too cowardly to debate, but they couldn't even beat Vivek. So here's the reality. A lot of people wanted to say that Vivek Ramaswamy was not going to be able to hold his own yesterday, that he would get demolished by the likes of Ron DeSantis. He would get demolished probably even by Nikki Haley and others. I saw no demolishing. There was one candidate yesterday that commanded respect that that knew what he was talking about. Hey, again, I'm not saying that every single response was genuine, but when he said it, he said it clearly, concisely, straight to the point. And when he was asked things, when candidates were being asked, raise your hand if you support this, raise your hand if you don't support this, he was almost always like a leader. Always the first one to go up. And there were times in yesterday's debate where people would wait to see how Vivek responded, including Governor Ron DeSantis, to see how Vivek and the others would respond so that they could respond. One specific case <clears throat> was when Brett Bayer, who was one of the moderators on this Fox News panel debate, asked the candidates if Donald Trump were indicted and goes to jail Would you pardon Donald Trump? Vivek was the first one whose hand shot straight up into the air, and he said, I would pardon. And then everyone to the right of him slowly started going up. Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, and then the other guy. Everyone to the left of Vivek, because right next to Vivek in center stage, semi-center stage, to the right of him was Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis had to look around to see what the other candidates were doing and how they were responding. And then he finally raised his hand. That's not, that doesn't speak or scream, I am a leader. When you have to look around to see how everyone else is voting in order for you to come up with a decision, that doesn't speak leader. That speaks, uh, I need to see if this is gonna hurt me. What is everyone thinking? Okay, so we're on a consensus here. Okay, so I saw you voted for that. Wait a minute. Is that you voting over there? No? Okay. Uh yeah, you know what? Okay, sure. You know, uh mm, okay. Vivek Ramaswamy was the only one that every single time he was asked, his hand shot straight up and he looked directly at the panelists. Again, that is leader type behavior. That is someone that doesn't look to others, that doesn't need to look around, that is not second guessing himself. And whether he is right or he is wrong, I can at least respect that aspect of it. To me, it speaks volumes of Ron DeSantis, this U.S. veteran that was with the Navy, who is a sitting governor, by the way. This guy's a governor of a state. This guy should be used to tough questions and he should be used to making leader-style decisions. There has been this... Big debate about who's really running Ron DeSantis's campaign. A lot of people say it's his wife. His wife makes all the hard decisions. She's the one telling him and advising him, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to change. These are the ugly white boots that you need to wear. I don't know. I don't think that was her fashion advice. I want to say she's a very elegant woman, very pretty. You know, I don't think that was her choice. Shame on whoever advice Ron DeSantis to tuck in his jeans with that awful vest and put white boots on to disaster relief. Shame on that person. Seriously. I hope that person was fired. And if it was his own personal choice, Santissimo Dios, bro. Like God help us. If that's, this is the man saying like, Oh, these, these boots look great. You know what the heck is going on? But <clears throat> it, it speaks volumes when you are a governor of a state and you're a Republican governor and you are looking to be present, bro you know how bad that looks that you're looking around looking to see how people are responding in order for you to come up with a response. That's terrible. And I think that aspect was overlooked. I don't see anyone talking about that, which is why I'm considered the bee's knees because I'm the first one usually to talk about these topics. And then Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones look to me to see what I'm talking about. And then, you know, they talk about it, which again, if you don't follow me on telegram, it's sarcasm. It's not that I'm being serious about this stuff. It's just little jokes here and there. But <clears throat> I mean, I, I, it seems like a lot of you agree. You know what I mean? Like it was, a, yeah, like a like a hive mind mentality, exactly, James. You know, it's like it didn't scream it. Now again, if 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 I didn't know who I was voting for and I just tuned into that debate, I'd also be, and I had no idea who these people were. I'd probably also be Googling Vivek Ramaswamy over everyone else. He just stood out amongst the rest. That's just the reality, right? So I don't know. I'm not going to get too much more into the debate. I talked about this in length yesterday. I, you know, I, I, again, I think that that is why poll after poll. And I understand that it's not, you know, we're going to have to wait for the official polling by like, you know, CNN and all these other people. Um <clears throat> But my polling shows that Vivek won by a landslide, both on Twitter and on Meta. You can, you know, you can, you can debate me on it. That's fine. 12,000 votes. That's, that's pretty good, you know? And, but again, granted, you know, what makes polls on my Twitter different from the polls on CNN is that they actually have like a focus group. These people are all registered voters. They're able to differentiate between the people based on age, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> Age, sex, voting demographic, race, you know, stuff like that. Those are just demographics that I just don't have privy to. Um, I'm not able to differentiate between those people. People like CNN, they can, you know. So I think that their sample sizes are a lot better, probably more accurate than per per se mine. But, hey, you people voted and, uh, you know, it is what it is. all right this next story here this is a guardian i'm sure a lot of you are already awaiting <clears throat> also guys forgot to mention this is definitely going to be a short podcast as you guys can see he's still kind of sick <clears throat> so well, i'm looking to do it about an hour but i do have some things to go over here with you guys but just just so that you're aware donald trump to surrender at fulton county jail on thursday night so he's actually going to be uh, heading in there this evening there's already a large crowd present there um Laura Loomer is out there. Of course, she's already doing interviews, and it looks like there's a sizable crowd out there. A lot of people are anticipating, including a lot of you. I've already seen the comment section. I'm reading what you guys are saying, uh, and a lot of you are saying, we want the Donald Trump mugshot merch. I'm just letting you guys know right right now, I have no intention on... Sorry, guys. This is just a little bit of fever. I took some pills earlier, but... uh... Apparently the fever is back, <clears throat> or maybe it's just too hot. Um, not planning on selling any merch with Trump's mugshot. I'm sure there's going to be a lot, and I and I and I do mean a lot of people that are going to be selling Trump merch. You can you can probably be you know with the mugshot. You guys can do it there. I know a lot of you said, Anthony, we understand you're not a grifter. We just want to do this to support you. We would basically buy a shirt. Anyway, just to support your channel, stuff like that. And I really do appreciate that. And I and I and I do understand what you guys are saying. <clears throat> it's just just for my personal reasons. I might be stubborn. I might be dumb. I don't know whatever you want to call it. I just don't want to make a lot of money. I And as stupid as that sounds, right? Selling Trump mug because then people come after me. And it's not that I care what other people say. It's just i it's just a whole it's multi layered. I'm not gonna get into it, but I really do appreciate you guys and what 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 was on. Um, I'm sure your favorite influencers probably. Because here's the thing too: if I were to sell them, I'm gonna have to buy like sell them at the Shopify value. It's probably gonna be like thirty five dollars for a shirt. When you have uh, conservative influencers that have their own print shop, they're probably going to be able to sell the shirt for twenty dollars. So it's like, why would you buy my shirt for thirty-five when you can buy it with them at twenty percent off for twenty bucks? It is what it is. Not worried about it. <clears throat> All right. Anyways, Donald Trump is expected to surrender to Fulton County Jail on Thursday evening on racketeering and conspiracy charges over his efforts to overturn the results. <laughs> The results of the 2020 presidential election in the state of Georgia, according to two people briefed on the matter. The former president seeking to distract from the indignity of the surrender by turning the things into a circus. Oh, wow. I didn't know this was an opinion piece, Mr. Uh, journalist. <coughs> uh, it, it, in essence, had his lawyers negotiate the booking to take place during the prime viewing hours for the cable news networks? Trump has posted on his true social platform that he would be arrested on Thursday, but the primetime scheduling was finalized in recent days after his lawyers met with the Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis at her office on Monday. Can I just say this? This journalist who wrote this article thinks that it is petty of Donald Trump that he is self-surrendering himself. I mean, listen to how idiotic this journalist sounds. This journalist it seems to be bothered or or thinks that this is a circus show because Donald Trump has decided to self-surrender himself to jail and get a mugshot taken during primetime hours of 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 the media channels. Mr. journalist, so you are upset that Donald Trump is making his arrest into theatrics or a circus and you're upset that this is going to be affecting the numbers of primetime media bro i mean imagine how stupid you have to be forget the fact that they're indicting a former president never done in the history of the united states for a fourth time set aside the fact that you're taking a mugshot of a former vice president and the number one contender for president 2024. Again, never been done before in the history of the United States. It's it's Trump being petty and he's making a spectacle of things. Gosh, bro, you know? And you know what irks me the most? Journalists like this one get paid a crap load of money to write garbage like this. Insane. Oh, 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 sorry to inconvenience you that Donald Trump is being arrested. Yeah. Oh, 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 we're sorry that it wasn't at your time. Oh, we're sorry that it wasn't convenient to you. Are you listening to yourself? Like, dude, these people are just idiotic, man. The former president became a criminal defendant in a fourth case last week when a grand jury handed up a sprawling 41-count indictment that accused Trump and 18 co-defendants of engaging in a criminal enterprise and committing election fraud and trying to reverse his 2020 defeat. Trump returned to his instinct to to his instinct to maximize television ratings to his benefit. Here we go. For his surrender to authorities in Atlanta, the people said, and could extend the coverage of the proceedings by speaking afterwards in front of cameras and reporters. The strategy to turn surrenders in each of his four criminal cases into spectacles has been an effort to discredit the indictments as well as to capitalize on the information void left by prosecutors after such events to foist his own spin on the charges. You know what this is, man? Let me tell you something. <clears throat> These are people, you know, uh, when when I was hosting the, uh, the watch party yesterday for Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson and in that interview there. Um, <clears throat> give me one second, guys. I'm so sorry about this. Give me one second. When I was hosting this watch party yesterday, what's so insane to me is that people were commenting on Twitter or wherever else and saying, dude, the guy doesn't even look depressed. He doesn't even look like, uh, like concerned. It, it's almost like he's not going through indictments, right? <clears throat> and this is why I say it's insane. And here you have this journalist talking about how he's turning these indictments into spectacles. He's putting his own twist on it. these people are so satanic, bro. These people are so satanic, so evil. I mean, say whatever you want of Donald Trump. There's people arguing with me on my Instagram DMs. This is what happens when you're corrupt. You're a liar. You talk about a rigged election when you just lost to Joe Biden. That's fine and dandy. That's fine. You want to believe that? That's okay with me. I'm okay with that. Truly. It doesn't bother me in the least. It really doesn't. Like people say these things to me, like, I'm gonna change my mind or whatever. It, I'm not, you know. But these people are so angry that Donald Trump is not moping around, that he that that he's not just sitting and crying in his room in Mar-a-Lago or whatever, that he's not going to divorce these people want to destroy his spirit and and the fact that he hasn't allowed it i mean dude that that is so good and 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 he was asked about it yesterday you know he's like where do you pull like your strength from like you you you're indicted now a fourth time you're, you're, Both the Republicans and the Democrats are coming after you. They want you out. They're trying to push you out. Now you've got these talks about with, with lawyers uh, saying that it's actually constitutional to, to ensure that Donald Trump is not on the ballot measure uh, across state levels or whatever, especially in swing states. They're trying to do this now, right? <clears throat> Where do you draw your strength? And he just simply said, dude, I, I just really care about the people. I really care about America. I think that there is a movement. I think people are waking up, et cetera. I, I, again, have to make the the argument. Imagine being a rich billionaire loved by all people and leaving all of that to fight for the country. I mean, I just don't know if there is another person that could put up with everything he has. And I'm not trying to make the case here that he's like this martyr or he's like this idol, whatever the case might be. <clears throat> but if you can seriously sit there and, and convince yourself that the establishment and both democrats and republicans don't hate this guy and now you have journalists like this dingus right here talking about how how he's he's trying to turn these indictments into spectacles imagine they are angry because his spirit isn't broken they are angry that he's not crying around all the time about this stuff he they're angry that he's still doing rallies they're angry that his support has only grown and they're angry that his polling has only gone up with each indictment. What did you expect? And again, <clears throat> I think this is a good char- a good characteristic of Donald Trump. This is what I think people like in the guy, that despite everything, look, again, you can believe whatever you want. But I'm just telling you, I am an average Joe, and I hang out and I live around average people. The average person out here in California, the reason why they like Donald Trump is because they see a lot of themselves in him. Sure, Donald Trump is not an average guy by any means of the imagination. He's a rich billionaire. He's lived a lavish life since the moment he was born. That's all great and dandy. But what people see themselves in Donald Trump is that it seems like all the odds are stacked against him. And look, I'm sure you've been there at one point. Maybe you're on your way to work and you get a flat tire and then you call the AAA and now you're late and now you're fired because this was your fourth time coming in late that month and they warned you and you're like, bro, what is going on? Like, it just seems like I can't catch a break. Donald Trump is a representative of the people that just can't seem to catch a break. And I'm sorry to tell you people, not you specifically, but just anyone in general, that's a lot of Americans right now. A lot of Americans feel that way. First, it's the pandemic. Then we lose our president. Then we lose, you know, the Senate. Then we barely win the Republican Party. Now we're coming after their schools. Every single time I post post about a protest, people are like, "Dude, I, again? Like, when can we just be done with this?" And Donald Trump represents those people. That's just the reality. And and I'm not here to try to again convince you otherwise but that resonates with a lot of people because a lot of people see themselves in him. We just can't seem to catch a break. It seems like the odds are always stacked against us. And it's not a victim mentality again, because he's not allowing himself to become a victim. He's not allowing that to happen. Sure. He's out there on two socials saying that this has never happened, which is true. This has never happened that no other president has been treated this way. That is correct. That is factually correct. That this should have never happened. Debatable. Sure. Right? <clears throat> but he's still persevering. And he's still charging forward. And again, I think that resume, resonates with so many people. And and hey, maybe inadvertently, maybe inadvertently, this is what the media wanted to do. This is what Democrats are hoping to do. Because there's still those conspiratorial folk that believe, that truly believe That Democrats and the establishment are trying to ensure that he is the candidate so that Joe Biden can beat him a second time in 2024. We'll let the people decide, man. As I've always told you guys, it's a win win for me. Donald Trump wins, we win. He loses, we win. You want to know why we win if he loses? You're going to have to join my Telegram channel because it's pretty radical in there. And I tell you guys why all the time. It's okay if we lose. I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. And you already know. All right. Last article here. 1776 Project It says, we have yet another instance of a parent being removed from a school board meeting, a school board meeting, because he read from a pornographic book available to children in the school library. This happened not in California, not in Oregon, not the state of Washington. This happened in Fort Worth, Texas. Take a listen. Pay attention to what I passed you. Mr. C, please continue, sir. On page one, okay. Who wants my hot wiener? Oh yeah, Mr. C, thank you, sir. We're thank talking you. about a hot dog here. It's a hot dog. There they go. <clears throat> page two. Family has a bad day. Dad and These these are some unfortunate. Wait, hey, don't tell truth. He didn't break off. the law. T- Easy now. Easy. Easy. Take your time. You know how I can know, you know how I know that this is a deep red state of Texas? A, because I already looked at the statistics. Uh, Statistically speaking, this is a deep red area of uh, Texas, and they voted for Donald Trump overwhelmingly, both in 2016 and 2020. So you can sit there and try to tell me, but Anthony, this is just another major big city where liberals, blah, 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 blah. That's fine. But you are wrong again because I do my research. Sorry. but because there's a bunch of cowboy boots in this place. Liberals don't wear cowboy boots, man. That's all I'm saying. You know how many people there are wearing belt buckles with the Confederate flag and boots everywhere? That's how you know. I mean, look, and everyone's got like a ponytail. You know? That's how you know you're in deep bro, this is like the south side, you know? Like this is the this is the southern part, you know? This this where they got them drolls, you know, like they when they talk, they got that draw when they talk right there. Like easy now, easy now. Come on. Easy. He hasn't broken no law. Come on now, and I'm like, all right, that's how I that's how you know you're in the right place. I mean, look at this guy right here, right? Bell buckle, boots, tucked in shirt. We all know what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen, right? <clears throat> and again, this has everything to do <clears throat> Hey, welcome to the stream. Who said it? Um Karina Ree said I just got here. Sorry that I'm late. I got hit with got hit today on the way to work. Oh, man, I was just talking about that, right? Something happened on your way to work. You better not be ending on one hour. Well, I've got some news for you, Karina. I'm ending it in about five minutes. (laughs) Sorry. But um, yesterday, I posted a thread, which, by the way, has gone pretty viral, both on Meta and on Twitter. Thank you guys for the shares and the retweets on that. But I basically made a huge thread about staying in california and fighting and how christians and conservatives need to knock it off with this whole you got what you voted for because look let me let me tell you something i guarantee you fort worth texas did not vote for this but it's happening to them and instead of going on there and saying well you get what you voted for that's what you deserve you deserve this because you're not paying attention to local politics I'm not going to do that, dude. You know, I'm not, you know what I do. I'm, I'm happy first and foremost, that there's this many parents there. I'm happy that there's one man that has the courage to go up there and read off what's happening and what's being taught in the schools and what's being allowed in the school libraries. I'm happy for that. People need to knock it off with this whole, <clears throat> I have no sympathy for them. I have no empathy for them. What are you doing? Still having your kids in the public school uh, system, Blah, 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 blah. My brothers and sisters in Christ, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I present to you Exhibit A, right? Here's here's the reality. Everywhere and anywhere that there's persecution of our brothers and sisters, we need to be praying for them, and we need to be encouraging them. We need to stand with them, and we need to be finding out what can we do Whether it's talking about it on our podcast in California, that has nothing to do with Texas, right? But maybe there's someone from Texas listening to this. Maybe they're from Fort Worth. Maybe they know who this man is. And maybe they'll reach out and they'll say, how can I help? How can I be there next time? Now, I'm not saying it always happens, right? And I'm not trying to generalize, but I'm sick and tired of those replies. I'm really sick and tired of the people that truly believe that people vote for this. Again, there are average people that are not as politically involved as you and I are. They don't know what SB726 is. They don't know what AB219. They don't know what SB5. They don't know what the SB stands for which is Senate bill. And they don't know that what AB stands for, which is the assembly bill. They don't need, they don't know that needs to go through the committees first. They don't know about appropriations. They don't need to know that you need a super majority. You don't, they don't know about simple majority. Here's what people do know. Okay. The average person, good things are happening around me or to me, bad things are happening around me or to me. That's it. That's all people know people might not know do you know your school board members right now right now name all five school board members name three of them name two of them name one school board member and you guys are here and you guys know about politics and how important hyper local politics are right can you name one school board who's your who's on your city council who what's the name of your mayor do you know all these things but hey but you're politically involved you're tuned in You're part of the people that reshare, you know, red-pilled 1776 space lasers for Maui's page, right? So you should know these things. So again, if you don't know these things and you consider yourself pretty involved, why would you think that the average person knows these things? They don't. Nobody needs to be lambasted. Nobody needs a condescending tone about this is what you deserve and this is what you voted for. Average Americans have no idea that they can even vote for school board members. I just interviewed Sonia, Sonia Shaw. She is a parent who ran in 2020, 2022 for school board and ended up winning 2022, I believe. Before she ran for school board, she had no idea what a school board was. And she confesses that to me in our interview. She says, Anthony, I'm going to be very honest with you. I had no idea that you can even vote for school board until it finally impacted me, until my children were finally impacted. And that's the reality of politics. Until you are personally impacted, do people actually give a flying flip? That's just the reality. Nobody could, even then, there might be half of you in here who have no idea who your school board member is, and you tune in daily. You talk about politics. You, you have no idea who your school board members are. You're probably telling yourself, who cares? You're probably telling yourself, I don't have children in that school. But that school will affect your neighbors that are also not engaged. Imagine you go to a school board, elementary, right? And you're there and you're listening what they're talking about. And you know that four of your neighbor's kids go to the school, but you don't have any kids in this elementary, or maybe you don't have any kids at all. Excuse me. And now you, because you went, now you can go and talk to your four neighbors and say, did you know that these schools are being, that these books are reading these, that that these books are being read to your, to your children? And the school and they're like, I I had no idea. And you know what's going to happen is you're going to knock on their door. You're going to go to the school board, right? You're going to go to school board meeting. You're going to go there on a Wednesday because you know what's going on. You're aware that it's important to go to the school board system, right? You go one time and, and there's probably nobody there. You're probably the only person there asking questions, whatever. Or maybe you got invited because there's this protest or whatever. And you're hoping to see your neighbors there because you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the school board protest because you're protesting these books. And I know that at least four of my neighbors go to this to the school. I hope I see them there. You show up and you're like, where the heck are they? Well, they're busy. Right. Because that's just life. That's just the way it is, ladies and gentlemen. So after the school board meeting, the very next day around dinner time, you go knock on their door and this is what's going to happen. They're going to come out and they're whisking you know, they're, they're whisking their stuff or whatever. Like, Oh, Hey, what's up? You know? Hey, Elaine, how's it going? Hey, Jenna, how's it going? Hey, Jerry. Hey, Jessica. Like, Hey, long time, no see neighbor. What's going on. And you're like, did you know that yesterday I went to the school board meeting for your ch- child, you know, Ryan or Jose, whatever. <clears throat> Cause name. did you know that they're doing this and like, you know what they're they're what they're going to say? I I had no idea because that's just the reality. This isn't a Los Angeles thing. This isn't a San Francisco thing. This isn't a California thing. This is happening in school boards across the entire nation. That's just the reality. The National Educators Association, the NEA, I sat there and watched their entire convention. You need to watch it. Because it's important. I shared it with you guys on my Telegram. Nowhere on the National Educators Association did I hear that we need to do better with math, history, that that the pandemic ruined children, that we will recover this. You know what I heard? I heard we will say gay. We will be allies to the LGBT youth. We will read the books. Because again... If you're not paying attention, no one else is. We need to get out of this mentality that someone's coming to save us. That's just not the reality. So that's why I decided to share this story with you guys and what's happening in red Fort Worth, Texas. I don't know if it's deep red, but you know it's definitely a red area. I, I saw it and I researched it. In Fort Worth, Texas, this is happening. And if you are one of those people that think, you know, well, shame on California. You get for what you deserve. I'm telling you, it's going to come back and nip you in the butt also because it's happening everywhere. This is a global agenda. This is not just uh, a United States agenda. This is a global agenda. This is communism in full effect. I, I hate when people say if they want communism so bad, why don't they go live in Cuba? They got communism there. Ladies and gentlemen. It's not that they only want communism in Cuba. They want communism everywhere. They're not going to leave. They're not going to stop fighting. That's just the reality. I hate to break it to you. They're not you you think that they're just gonna take over San Francisco and be like, all right, guys, mission accomplished. We're done here. Wrap it up, you know. It's a virus. Communism is a virus, it's a disease, and it's gonna continue to spread. And the vaccine, the solution to communism is people, you and me, not Donald Trump by himself, not Senator Ted Cruz, not Senator Rand Paul. No, it's average people just like you and I. We are the solution to this virus. Only we can put a stop to it. That's just the reality. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm going to go wipe off all my sweat. Sorry for the visual. <clears throat> I'm dying out here. But thank you guys so much for joining me this Thursday, August 24th. If you are going to the Matt Gates event tonight with the Los Angeles Young Republicans, I will see you there. I'm sure I'll probably I, I'm not really dying, by the way, guys. Just a little bit of sweat, whatever. I'm drinking my water. I'm progressively feeling better. I'll see you guys there today. Maybe don't give me a hug if you see me, Uh, but God willing, I will also see you guys back tomorrow, 10 a.m., August 25th, Friday, and I'll see you guys then. God bless you guys, and be, be good. Have a good rest of your Thursday.